The book was better. All righty then. All righty then. Oh, Hello, matey. everybody. Long time no talk. <laughs> Very long. Longer than uh, planned. Longer That's than planned. That's for sure. Longer than planned, <laughs> longer than anticipated. We're getting back to it. Um, so welcome to the Book Was Better podcast. I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And... Oh boy. It's it's been a minute. It's been a couple months, I think. When was our last one? It's been over a month at the minute at, at, at least, yeah. Our last oh, so part geez. of that was a planned <laughs> oh, Yeah, it's been uh over two months. Seriously? <laughs> our last mini sewed was on July 20th. So Okay, so yeah, we've officially passed that two-month mark. Not planned. No. We did plan on the hiatus of August. We yeah. did not plan on the, the hiatus, hiatus lasting September. as far into <laughs> September. <laughs> but we had different tech it's been a lot. issues. And it's been a lot. Things happening. Um, I am very pregnant. I am in my third trimester officially. Woot woot. Um... So that's exciting. I'm 29 weeks now. And I just have had a lot of life changes, a lot of stress and mental health struggles the past couple months. But we're coming back around. Uh, things are looking up. Um, the ball is rolling up. So it's... Um, shouldn't, sh shouldn't be in Hawaii for forever much longer? Six more months. Six more months, and then I'll be in Arizona, which is way closer time zone. For and a good chunk of the year, it's the same time zone. <laughs> it's true. They don't do daylight savings there. So when it's, you know, lines up, but even then, it's only a one hour difference the rest of the year. So way better. Um, so, yeah, we just got to get through these six months left in Hawaii. Um, I'm also... Fingers crossed by the time we record the next episode, I'll have everything finalized. But I'm uh, currently in the process of interviewing for some remote jobs that I'd be able to carry on into Arizona. And they would have a flexible schedule and it would just make this a lot easier. So. Keeping our fingers nice. crossed. I didn't know you were doing that. Yes, it's uh, it's. It's within the last week, it's been a crazy week. It's been a good week, but a crazy week. Um, so, yes. But yeah, it's just with, you know, not having a job with applying for jobs and um, it's just been real stressful and my anxiety and depression crawled out of their hole and we're like, hey, what's <laughs> up? We back. And I've had to shove them back in, so needed a month to deal with that. As it happens with the best of us. So. Yes, everyone, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Well, hopefully not everyone. Hopefully other people have a more normal life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yes. But it's a very common thing these days. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've been sick as well. If my voice is slightly gravelly, it's because I'm still recovering. And yeah, when you have physical issues with the mental issues, that puts you out of commission for a hot minute. So, yeah, but I'm excited to come back. I'm excited to get back into this. I've missed y'all. And talking about books and movies. So have I. Honestly, I feel like us not doing this has impacted my mental health negatively. Because, um, <laughs> other than, um, I mean, I, I, I work obviously, and that brings me out of the house, but when I'm at work, I'm focusing on work things, right? And that mm -hmm. exhausts me in a specific way. And when I'm at home, I'm a mom and a wife, and I have other responsibilities and things. And so, again, like this was. 
this is one of those things that I do for myself and just to have fun and to use a part of my brain that brings me pleasure and joy <laughs> to talk about books and media and things. So um, I have definitely missed it as well. So um, good to have that back. And we are going to, we haven't finalized it entirely, but we're going to have a finished reading calendar. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm for actually going to do it basically just time. the rest of the year. I'm actually so it'll going just to. Be, mm -hmm. October, <laughs> November, December is essentially what it'll, it'll just be that. The holiday months, the best months. <laughs> The, the best part we of the year. We got Halloween. We got Thanksgiving. We got Christmas. It's going to be a wild ride. I'm stoked. We've got baby time. <laughs> yes. So with that in mind as well, we're definitely going to have to pre-record some stuff. So if we're asking for fan faux pas early, we apologize. Normally we like to wait until closer to give you guys time to read the book and watch the movie. Um and refresh your brains uh, before you give us those fan faux pas. But obviously with Kaylee having a child, we'll need to Please. do that a little bit in advance. Um, so throughout November, we might be like doubling up some weeks on the fan faux pas. Um, mm -hmm. So apologies. If you, you know, still want to comment the fan faux pas later, totally fine. We'll still share it on our social media. It just might not be featured in the recorded episode. So just kind of a heads up there. We're trying to be better about planning ahead so that this kind of stuff doesn't always happen. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously with having a baby, we don't want um, to be too stressed about getting episodes out. So especially because um, I have to have C-sections, which the only good thing about that is I do know exactly when baby's coming. <laughs> you can plan the date. So we can plan for that, but otherwise um, guaranteed to be in the hospital for at least a couple days, right? Um, here's hoping everything goes smoothly and baby is healthy so that we're not in the hospital for too long and we can leave because it's also, yeah, right before the holidays and all that. But um, we'll get around it either way. But also just... It's a hectic time of year for everyone, so... Yeah, it is. We're going to try and stay on top of it and get ahead of it. I have in-laws coming for part of December and then parents coming for part of December. Not to mention, I'm going to probably be working, like, three jobs at that point. So, <laughs> it's... We're going to try to do this. <laughs> but we do also have um, lots of really fun things in the works we've been talking to some of our favorite other podcasters about yes. some other Collabs. potential collaborations that we could be doing coming up so we're excited and it'll be really good so yeah with that said with that said um is there anything else we need to touch on before we dive into the meat of the episode um one other thing, I guess, is just um, obviously merch. I've been on hiatus with all of that because things have been crazy. But um, <laughs> we just like rearranged our apartment to give me my own desk. So I have my own space to work now. Um, I reorganized a bunch of stuff to make all my stuff easier to access. So I am... Um, hoping i don't want to make promises i can't keep but i am hoping um october will be the relaunch month so um if you listen to our episodes and watch our social media i'll definitely update as uh things progress but i just wanted to kind of give a little update on that one as well yes again lots of things kind of didn't go as planned but that's no, fine that's life we've Never claimed, again, we have never claimed that this podcast is super professional. In fact, we've always thrived a little bit in the chaos. So. Yeah, if you're looking for structure and uh, promises, we're not the one for you. I mean, we're trying to be better, but <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, we like to leave room for improvement. Okay. So, 
I guess. All that being said. All Let's that being said, try to remember what two the months heck later we, we are read. going to finally finish this stupid series. Okay, <laughs> it's not even that good. That's the worst part. It's, it's really like we've not been good. building like, up to just this gosh awful thing. Like I'm so sorry, Veronica Roth. Right? That's it's not her fault. It's not her fault. I mean, I mean maybe it, it is a little bit. A little it's bit. A lot of it. A little bit. But it's also the movie people's fault. Like she, I don't think she no, had to say in that. I have I have issues with the book before we even get to the movie. Yeah. So I don't know. Alrighty. So let me see if I can even remember. Yeah, you have to do this I normally do this. <laughs> um Listen, again, it's been now <laughs> because we wanted to record this before Taylor left yeah. for Utah. And then we tried. She even brought her mic and stuff with her when they went on the like homeland trip. Um, so if we could try and find time to record while she was there. But it's like it, was it wasn't a relaxing vacation no. because they were sometime with my family and sometimes with her in-laws. And then there's travel time between them like they don't live in the same spot it was a either. nine and a half hour drive between the two and there's lots of family to see and you're trying to cram it all into it was three stressful. weeks but that's really not that long when you think of all of the different people and things you're trying to see and get done so yeah that didn't happen either and so now by this point it has it has been months since i have read the book it's been months since we watched the movie because I wasn't going to do it again. <laughs> like, I did not no, enjoy it. I'm I like not... partially blocked it from my memory. So this is going to be fun reliving that nightmare. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, great. I have to somehow summarize this book that it's now been it's not super fresh in my mind. And also, I didn't like it that much. It has a surprisingly high, in my opinion, uh, rating on Goodreads. What is it? 3.6 stars. That is surprisingly so like, high. But Goodreads, I feel like people are so generous. Like closer to four stars than three. You know what I mean? Like surprisingly high rating, in my opinion. Like, but you got to think this is a lot of teenagers reading this stuff. And they're going to think it's better than it is. And people on Goodreads, they don't want to be mean. They want to be nice. At least that's I am how very I feel. open and honest <laughs> with my with my um, reviews on Goodreads. I always go up. I won't leave a review for this one, though, because I did not like it that much. And I guess that's right. I guess you're right in that sense, mm -hmm. because I would have to be so honest and it would just not be very nice. But see, I feel like you get more negative reviews or I mean, more positive reviews because people like, are like, I love this book. Let me talk about it. And you don't get the Veronica negative ones. Roth has to have other things that she's written, right? Has she? There's no way this is the only series she's ever written. Yeah, but and is like, it anything Just quit being I've an author afterwards. Books. Because, like, I'm now really tempted, like, I yeah, want her she, to redeem well, she herself. Wrote, she wrote four, which was, like, the spinoff one. Yeah, no, and we originally talked about maybe doing that for a mini-sode, and I just don't think I could do that now. Oh, she's so. got a ton. <laughs> she's got a ton. Oh, jeez. Because I'm like, I, I, I almost want to seek out something else that she's written so that she can redeem herself as an author in my eyes. Because and I know that, like, there's pressures from publishers and editors and deadlines and things that you have to make when you get a popular series published. And like they're turning so, them into movies and you like haven't even finished the series yet. So I understand what that can do to somebody's writing, because we've talked before how we feel like that happened a little bit towards the end of the Hunger Games series. Oh, 100 percent. Well. But like, I don't know, like the plot doesn't flow to me even with this story. And there's way too much going on and way too many ideas and things thrown into each of the books. Right. Like we've talked about that before. So I just like if anybody, if any of our listeners. Well, I'm on her website. Have have read <laughs> something else from Veronica Roth that you really liked, that you thought was a, is a great example of what kind of author she actually is and can be. Give me those. Well, <laughs> give me those suggestions. <laughs> it says she's a New York Times bestselling author of Chosen Ones is the one they list first. The short story collection, The End and oh. Other Beginnings. 
the Divergence series and the Carve the Mark duology. So Chosen Ones. Chosen Divergence ones is an adult. actually pretty and, low and, and, and on the Chosen list. Chosen Ones is written for adults. It's yeah. not YA. Yeah. Interesting. And then the end okay. and other Maybe beginnings is like a bunch of short stories, which could be fun. Okay, but again, I want to hear from people who've actually read some of those things. So let us know. Yeah. Either way. I'm also going to, before I dive into this too much, just also tell everybody that because it's been a while and because we just want to finish this series so badly, we will, for the first time ever, be breaking our usual flow. And instead of having just three grievances each, we're just going to talk about it in general, share fan faux pas, because we did get quite a few of those, and then finally move on from this monstrosity, okay? (laughs) It's just... We're has gonna set, not set us all been my free. favorite series. It just really hasn't been. So, okay. So, Allegiant by Veronica Roth is the third book and final book in the Divergent series, right? However, it was not planned originally to be. Um, the final movie. <laughs> so the movie is a bit of a mess. <laughs> it's just it's just a bit of a mess. So Allegiant, the movie came out in 2016. Whereas the book was published in 2013. OK, so following the same rhythm as everything else. And the director is Robert Schwentke. And again, it's been so long since we even did this last. That, that name sounds familiar, but has he Did he direct one of the other ones? I couldn't tell you right now. I, I don't remember. And I got a new phone <laughs> since we originally did this. So all my notes are gone from the original stories. And I just don't have anything on me to really prepare myself for anything else. So we are flying by the seat of our pants today, folks. It's fine. Robert Schwentke is the director. Screenplay had way too many writers. OK, again, they had three. So Noah Oppenheim, Adam Cooper and Bill Collage. Wrote the thing. OK, and then um, the music was by Joseph Trapanese. He has done the music before. Because I remember that name and I like saying Trapanese. I think it's fun. <laughs> and actually, the casting's done by the same people, too. I remember these names, too. Venus Kanani and Mary Vernieu. So for the most part, actually kept a lot of people from previous movies in the series. Did it help much, though? I'm not mm. sure. <laughs> but um, here we go. Here is my oh, my gosh. Okay, third. And also, again, the book and the movie aren't the same because the movie was supposed to be told in two parts and never did. (laughs) But um, something cool about Allegiant is breaking from the prior books. It is told from both the perspective of Triss as well as Tobias. Or four, if you forgot who he was, (laughs) he goes by two names. Um, so basically the society, the faction based society that they've been living in is just destroyed by violence and power struggle and just lots of crap is happening. And so Triss and a select few others go over the wall or the fence or whatever it is. And is it a fence or a wall? I think in the movie they show a wall, but maybe in the book they describe it more as a fence. I don't know. But they're like, hey, let's just go start a new life together. It'll be better. It'll be great. Except when they do leave, they discover a whole bunch of other stuff. And they find these other people then more of the secret of how, you know, Chicago became the test state that it is. She learns more about her mom and where her mom came from. Did, did you mean state like state of being or? Yes. S- OK, because state of being Chicago is a city. And I was you know, like, like a 
No, a state of being, you know, like a military state, you know, like it's sure. not okay. an actual state surrounded by borders. I it's just want to cut mindset. that off so people don't think that you thought Chicago was a state. <laughs> no, Chicago is obviously a city. But yeah, um, it's not, it's not, mm, I, 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 I guess it's not an awful way to end the story. Except that I personally think it is. So let's (laughs) just jump into some of the issues with this movie, right? So first of all... With the movie or with the book? Both, okay? So first of all, the movie was apparently supposed to get a part two, which was going to be called Ascendant. But this movie performed so badly... That they just cut it. That they scrapped it and they just never even did it. Yeah, it's a Percy Jackson size failure right there. Except Percy Jackson, they at least were like, okay, we're only going to get this movie. Let's try and wrap it up in this movie. They didn't do that here. <laughs> like, there's still right. questions. This of is like, more an. A- maybe, maybe they would have, you know, quelled the rebellion or maybe the rebellion could have happened in Ascendant. We don't know. Maybe Triss still would have somehow sacrificed herself in the final movie. But currently, as it stands, the book and movie vary very much. Yeah. Very V-A-R-Y, very much (laughs) V-E-R-Y. Because I personally think that Veronica Roth does one of the worst things an author can do, which is (laughs) kill your main character in the I mean, final book. It's a it's a twist. It's a bold move. I'm not saying you can, it's like if Harry Potter ended with Harry Potter. Everyone dying. thought that was going to happen. And to be fair, it somewhat did. Yeah, but he didn't actually die. You know, like everyone there was a thought more it, though. Do you remember magic in there? Yeah, everyone thought it and they were pissed about it. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty upset. Pardon my like, little bit of language there if you have children around. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the theories going around about like, well, what if to finally destroy Voldemort, like they both have to die and Harry has to die, too. And people talked about like, what if like maybe J.K. Rowling's going to do that, but they weren't happy about it. They were all like, if she does that, then that's the stupidest thing. Like that we we didn't read seven books investing in this character just to watch him die at the end. (laughs) But no, she did bring him back. Certain authors can get away with it a little bit. But even they go overboard, okay? George R.R. R. Martin kills okay. way he, too many of his, like, strong got, characters. He got a little kill-happy and didn't know when to stop. But he still leaves, like, those main ones alive, I don't right? know. Like he John killed Snow. quite a few of them. Jon Snow never dies, though. Yes, you know he, what I mean? Like, yes, Jon Snow. Yes, he does. Jon Snow does not die. You have not... Jon Snow does not die, but I thought try. he died. <laughs> I'm looking that up. I swear I saw a post about that. No. No. Yeah. He, he ended up killing. Oh, but then he's brought back to life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's different. <laughs> he's brought back. It's fine. It's a Harry Potter situation. <laughs> it's a Harry Potter thing, exactly. And also, who knows what George R. R. Martin's freaking doing with his book series and the show Anyways, went a completely different yeah. way. And I'm not talking about the show. We're not getting into Maybe that right we'll now. Maybe we'll do that one day, That's, but probably not. Probably not. Those are, I'm not doing that. Um, here's my thing. And I agree. It was a bold move to kill. I didn't really like her, Tris. So when she died, <laughs> I didn't really care. I was like, cool. I don't have to hear I her anymore. Like, I just didn't like how it went down. And with four, Tobias, whatever his face is, however you want to refer Toby. to him. Good old Toby. Good old Tobes. Um, he just, I didn't like the way it happened. And also the way that their relationship yeah. is shown in the movies. Again, very different than the book anyway. Yeah. There's a lot more like logic, I think, from Tobias in the books to Triss's chaotic thinking sometimes um whereas they're always kind of this united front in the movies and that's not so much the case in the books um but I just I think you can get away with I don't I'm not saying you can never get away with killing the main character because you can I think 
I don't think that this one worked. I didn't think it went worked well. Also, I think it's one thing to kill off the main character in a shorter book where it's more of a quick twist, like, oh, cool. One and done. Didn't have to waste much more time investing into this person, you know? And also YA, I think, is a little different as well. Where this book series yeah. was targeted at, towards teenagers, like just a little different as well than maybe like an adult targeted towards adults kind of series. Again, that's my opinion. I'm not saying people probably didn't like it or at least appreciate it. Because you're right, it's a brave move. It's a brave choice. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't didn't love that. And uh, also, again, because they never freaking finished the second part of the movie. Also, a very large difference currently between the book and the movie. <laughs> because in the book, she literally sacrifices herself by reversing the memory serum. Whereas in the movie, she doesn't reverse it. She shuts she it down. It. Yeah. But there's no one there in person to actually there's no fight, like, stop really. her. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. So I feel um, like the stakes weren't as high in no, because the movie. They were trying to spread it out across two movies. They did not need to do that in the first yeah. place. They set themselves up. For it failure, was the it was real. the hype thing at the time, though. Hunger Games, Harry Potter, Twilight. Everybody was doing two movies. Yeah, but those series were more successful to begin <laughs> with. Sorry. Know, when this came out, it was pretty hyped. It well, hasn't lasted the. Yeah, it hasn't no, lasted like I the rest. Even, I'll find numbers to back it up, but I can tell you, even in its heyday, did not have the kind of popularity that the Hunger Games had. I don't know. I just remember people or raving about this and one. And definitely not the popularity that Harry Potter had. Okay, barely well, obvious. I'm that not claiming of, that. I'm not claiming that. Barely anything has that kind of numbers. But I mean, it has people didn't. Re it's still a number one New York Times bestselling series. Like, I get that. See, people it was still popular. really enjoyed it, but it hasn't lasted. It hasn't withstood it the test of, the of time. Again, I read to finish things. And you kinda. even if I don't enjoy something, I still it's an OCD thing. I have to finish it. Except this was a series that the first time I read it, I did not finish because I did not think it was very good. And it Twilight. bothered me. You didn't, you didn't this finish the end of Eclipse or of Breaking no, Dawn. The end of, uh, but I still read more than half of that final book. Which is hilarious because <laughs> the second half is way better than the first half. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That's true, actually, because I did finally finish it when yeah, we did the series. And it was but way better. <laughs> But like, I don't feel like I gained anything made from this. the wrong decision the first time around by doing this series. I'm like, yeah, no, this was my first time reading this entire series. First time watching this series. And I was like, everyone really raved about it. Let me see what it's about. No. No, those are hours of my life. I am never getting back. Yeah. Well, and also the movie erases a bunch of characters which like i guess ton. isn't surprising either at this point but they get rid of a lot of people so um who doesn't exist in the movie i now have to rack my brain toby's uh toby's dude that was helpful um tobias's tobias's mentor who we thought was dead but then he turns out he's not dead i don't remember his name though i don't either Max? But I know no, um, Max like is a Kara, Kara, so, some somebody. She's not in it. Um, Zoe isn't in it. Um, there's quite a few people. Um, I don't know. There's more people. David, maybe. No, David's in it for sure. I'm getting people mixed up. I'm thinking yeah, David is in it. Tobias's mentor, but no, David is no. the main guy What's from the his place. Freaking name? Um, Amar. That's his name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. His old it. initiation instructor, Amar, who we thought was dead, was not actually dead. Uh, they find him right. alive with Zoe, 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 who was also not in the movie. No, that's the same. Zoe's and not in the movie. So. George. George is also not in it. It's fine. Lots of people aren't in it. Um, they made it really, like... They tried to make it all like sci-fi with like the 
bulldogs and the bullfrogs and the bubble ships. And it's like, no, they just have planes and helicopters, just like no, you would very, on Earth. Very much the stuff we have now. Yeah. And um, plasma globes. Those things were stupid. What else? It's been a while. Um, oh, a big difference, too, is when Triss leaves in the book, like when they cross that fence wall thing, whatever it is, however you pictured it in your head, mm -hmm. like that's it. Triss doesn't go back. But in the movie, I'm pretty sure they go back for some reason. Yeah, she does. She goes back to Chicago. Doesn't make any sense. Also, um, like I said before, um, they try to organize a rebellion against the genetic welfare people or whatever. Um, that doesn't happen so far. Maybe they had plans to include that in Ascendant, but Ascendant I never feel like happened. You could assume that they would have had to, you know, have some kind of final what conflict. What else would have been the like climax of that yeah. film? I don't. How else would Triss have been able to sacrifice herself and die? Yeah. Um. You also don't really learn anything about her mom, which was kind of a bummer. Like her mom's story is pretty crazy pretty crazy up her like mom killed her dad and yeah then she ran away and that's how she ends up in chicago in the first place and she, then she accidentally kills like some other guy it was a lot it's a lot but no um, we don't we don't see that in the uh in the movie or how about the fact that how they leave in the first place because in the movie i feel like they try to make it look like they're like sneaking out and like going out on their own despite what others want or kind of thing. But in the book, it's like they're invited mm -hmm. to like this secret council meeting. And that's when they're like, OK, this is the specific group of people that we're going to send beyond the wall. I guess it's still considered an escape either way, because, yeah, there's probably there's still so much division that either way there were people that didn't want them to go. So I guess escape is still the right word, but still just the way it went about in the movie was very different, I feel like, than how it actually happened in the book. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I can remember. But I, I think we've much. touched on the main ones. I mean, again, it's hard to know fully who is at fault in all of this. Like, yes, the book felt rushed and like confused. And so like that's its own set of issues. But then when you look yeah, at the also, movie, I'm like, even with the source material, I feel like you're missing just it was just even missing half of the film. Like the second one didn't come out, but like. The film independently wasn't that good. No, it really wasn't. But can we just again talk about I know you said it wasn't all Veronica's fault. Mm, I'm begging to differ because, again, I think the writing was not great. Listen. Let's talk about what memory serum is for a second. <laughs> all it was going to do. Was erase the memories of a particular person group of people that it was exposed to, right? Yeah. They weren't killing everybody. They weren't like, honestly, while I, I, I get the, you know, issues when it comes to like consent and stuff like, hey, yeah, the, the ethical implications, the ethical implications, I can kind of understand. However, it's not like they're like Chicago's a wash. Let's just bomb the whole city and kill everyone there. <laughs> Which they could have. That's something worth dying for. If that's what they were going to do, if that's what David or whatever his face had suggested and they had voted to do, I would understand why Triss reversing that or shutting that down was a, a worthy risk, a worthy cause to die for. Yeah. But she dies shutting down a memory serum. It was just going to... Erase people's memories, which, again, ethical implications. I get it. But it also would have stopped all the crazy fighting and the psycho power struggles that were happening in that city. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest solution? Probably not. A solution? The worst solution? Probably <laughs> not either. Like, again, you're not killing a bunch of innocent people. They were. Right? Like... 
the erudite people with the not nice whatever other group people. I'm now not even remembering what all the different factions are called. But like they were just killing innocent people, right? Like all of the original faction that Tris came from also can't remember what that's called right now for some reason. A, a basket or something. I <laughs> a basket. They're from the basket. Um, the selfless people, right? We're all yeah, killed. Yeah, the baskets. Innocently. And like the, the, the killing and the struggling and the dying was not ending. This was a way of ending the killing without more killing, right? Still ethical implications. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if I was the one making that decision that I would have gone with this. However, again, when it comes to like, look at the plot, look at the plot holes, look at what exactly they're fighting for and what causes this, what ends up causing the big um, divide between this group and um, the Allegiant group or whatever they end up being called and the um, genetic bureau people, right? Like it's a disagreement about... An ethical issue, yeah, of erasing people's memories, but it's not killing anybody. Like, it's, it could be so much worse. Well, I also don't understand. And this is the huge climax. This is the huge... Yeah, like, why did it escalate <laughs> to this degree? If it's just memory serum, like, why couldn't they have had normal conversations and come to a better agreement? Or come up with a better idea together? Or... Hey, if we were able to create this memory serum in the first place, could we not continue to alter the chemicals in it or the chemistry of it so that it targets specific memories? And so people still know who they are, but like violent memories or, you know, like certain things get erased to avoid and remove the conflict. I don't know. Listen, so many things could have happened. It honestly would have made more sense and the story would have made more sense and the outcome would have made more sense if it had been a poisonous gas that they were going to release, not a memory <laughs> serum. OK, but they already did that kind of they already had in the first one, the people that were killing people and they were like, we can't do that again. Exactly why the first book is a great standalone book. Again, the first book, it would have been I just it's not great. Um... So I know, again, we don't normally this is supposed to be a book versus the movie comparison podcast. We don't usually just like fault either one on its own, but I'm faulting the book on its own here. I would like bit. to fault both. for why for why the movie didn't stand a chance in the first place. Yeah, but that movie, they really took a bad thing and made it worse. That also, because they, again, tried to stretch it out across two movies, which they really shouldn't have done. Yeah. Was unnecessary for the entire time. So. Anyway. Let's, let's, let's talk some fan faux pas. Yeah, let's find some fan faux pas, because they are uh, hidden in the depths. They're not that hidden in the depths. I have all of them right here. Okay. <laughs> Are they, is that where all of them are, though? Did we not um, get any? A good chunk of them are in the comments on that post. Okay. And then maybe some of them are in our archive. I'll look in the archive. Hey, speaking of, on this day a year ago, yeah, we did break Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Alrighty. I don't know if there's an order to these, but um, this is from the Braided Mama on Instagram. And she said uh, four was great, but way too old. They all were. And then that it went so far off book that they couldn't and didn't bring it back. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. That is fair. Um, and yeah, I think it's also like, and this is a problem with not this, not just this film, but a lot of films that we see. They obviously filming has to take place over a longer period of time than what the book series does. And so these actors are aging quicker than they would in the book series. And it's it's tough. And I mean, at least they like I mean, they were already too old to begin with, which is part of the problem when we talked about that. That's why you have to cast. Yeah. Cast at least closer to the age to start with then. Yeah. 
it's like looking at um, Riverdale, where they already cast people in their 20s to play high schoolers. And now, like, six years later, they're still playing high schoolers. And I'm and like, like, guys, 30. guys, come on. So yeah. that's that's just a Hollywood problem. But I definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not. And great. it makes it makes it hard to, like, empathize with the characters, too, because they seem so old that you're like, shouldn't you know better? Why you being so dumb? Better? <laughs> yeah, so. that too. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest grievances with the Harry Potter series is how much older they made so many of the like original people. But already, um, all right. So then I've got one here from Mikellian Jones on Instagram. She said, hi, new follower. So excited to discover your podcast. Thank you for so following us. So sorry that so you sorry. did we this. We took forever to release a new episode. Um, ironically, I recently rewatched these films. They really don't get better with time. Um, I meant to also say that my biggest grievance with the entire film franchise is how much they minimize Christina's character. I'm with you there. And I believe I we mentioned that in some of our earlier episodes, too, about how little yeah. she's in the movies when she's pretty prevalent in the books. She's like a very important character and they just kind of wrote her off. Yeah. Alrighty. Do you have these other ones pulled up, too, or do you want me to just read them? Uh, no, sorry. I was making an Instagram story. <laughs> cool. I'll read another one then while you find it again. Um, so this other one is from Sierra Rayelts 18 on Instagram. And she says, so the most shocking thing about the Allegiant book is Tris dies. This movie does her dirty and had her live. They definitely ignored the whole divergent gene purity drama that led up to Tris dying. Oh, I guess that's true. So there is oh, a little yeah. bit more than it just being a memory serum in the book. <laughs> I'm like, but still not much more to really verify, but... Um, they also didn't give for the healing or arc with either of his parents. That's yeah, they kind of that's one of the things over. that bothers me that as well as his. Um, the the removal of that, as well as the removal of like the backstory of Triss's parents as well. And her mom specifically is all really annoying. Yeah. So good point there, Sierra. Yeah. I also yeah the yeah i sorry i'm just thinking how they really should have done better anyways <laughs> should have done better uh, okay i do like how she says does her dirty and had her live <laughs> like mm -hmm. true okay last one right mm -hmm. from uh dumb girl one on instagram uh long time listener multiple commenter so yep, shout that's out Allie. we love her thank you Allie. um i love mm. her comment she starts this book is bruno we just don't talk about it <laughs> uh lol this book and movie are both just terrible i felt like tris and four were completely different characters i saw zero point in them splitting it into two movies because there was nothing that really happened I think I'm still confused to this day on trying to understand the ending. Did it even end? Who knows, frankly. Anyone who hasn't watched or read this one could probably skip it and still be okay. Yeah. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I feel like I wasted most of my time with this series. And I apologize if this is a series that people really like. But I just... Yeah. Maybe I did. Maybe I waited too long to read it. Maybe if I had been a high schooler when I read it. But even the first time I started reading it, I was married already. So and I think I had even already graduated college or was finishing my like last year of college. So I was either I was 21 at like the youngest mm -hmm. when I first read this. And that's just too, too young because I didn't read it when it first started coming out. I read it when all the books had already been released. So maybe I needed to have read them earlier to really yeah, like I it. I just or don't have it. the nostalgia for it. It was not my favorite. And I'm glad it's over with. <laughs> yes. Yay to be done with it. Yes. So 
Um, with that said, we still have to answer, and this time it'll be, I feel like, a very impossible question to answer. But was the book better? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least it had an ending. <laughs> okay, facts. Cool. It had an ending, and that made it marginally s- better. Slightly better. <laughs> marginally. But I honestly really just didn't enjoy it at all. I did like the first book for the most part. I will give it that. Right. That first book I did. That was the best one. And then it just really continued to fall apart. So. Not the best in that regard. Fear not. Because now we're done. We're going to move on (laughs) to other things. Yes. So next week we will release a minisode. What minisode? I do not know. We don't know yet what we're going to um, do in that mini Yeah, I'm thinking book recs because it's been a very long time. And that's a classic. Yep. Um, but I may throw a poll on our Instagram story. So if you want to help us decide what to do for this and then the next, because um, there's two in October, next mini-sode, um, go on over and vote so we can make decisions Otherwise, um, I personally feel like it would be fun to kick off October with something that's not necessarily super spooky, but magical in a sense. And I thought it would be fun to do Howl's Moving Castle to get back into things. Oh, that would be a good one. I love both that book and movie dearly, and it will tear me apart to analyze them against each other. So Listen, they don't joy. have to be grievances. They can be anti-grievances. <laughs> um, and then obviously on the um, 26th, it'll be our Halloween episode. And we will figure out which Halloween themed uh, book and movie we're going to do. Nothing too scary. Something fun. <laughs> Nothing too scary. Oh, no, we could do I Am Legend, which is zombies. Um. You don't seem very excited about that one. It's scary. But it's not that scary. That movie's not even that scary. I don't like... It's not that scary. stuff. Um, We could do... I don't know what else is... That's the only one that really came to mind to me that's (laughs) book-related. That's also kind of scary and Halloween-ish. Because, like, Hocus Pocus is great, but not based on a book. (laughs) No, I wish. I'd love to talk about that one for a whole episode. Um, There's a second one coming out next week. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Or this week? Maybe we could do... End of this week. Because we've already done Coraline, and that's a scary one. Um, Yeah, we've already done Matilda. If you look at what we did last October, there's, like, other things already taken. Yeah, that are good choices, which is why we've already done them. (laughs) Um, We could maybe do the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Mm -hmm. That's got, like... Kind of stuff in it. I mean, we it's kind of spooky. It's hard. Like, there's like the Goosebumps film, but that's based on an entire book series. It's not based on a specific book. That's like too hard. It's too hard. I don't know how we would do that. Oh, there's a Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. Oh no! Give us your suggestions. No, we should do the witches. Duh. Oh, duh. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so we'll do Howl's Moving Castle and some mini-sodes and then and the witches. So if we don't get our reading calendar up within the week, you'll have an idea of what to expect coming up. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. Sounds good. Because otherwise, I'm like, we could do something like The Witcher, but that's a TV series, and we haven't dived into how we would do one of those yet. That's a problem for next year. And it's also based on a book (laughs) series. So it's like, how does one split this up? I don't know. That's a problem (laughs) for next year. Uh, Did you know that Twitches is based on a book? I don't know what Twitches is. (gasps) Kaylee, Kaylee, Kaylee. Oh, I do know what Twitches is. It's with those. It's a Disney. It's with mo- the Maori twins. But it's a Disney Tamara. original movie. It's not like yes. a movie that was released in theaters. It's so good. Everyone <laughs> loves Twitches. No, Halloween Town. <laughs> That's where it's at. Okay. Yeah, but people still love Twitches. Halloween 
town. Oh, this is something fun I'm going to throw in here at the end. I'd love throughout October on our Instagram stories to do a Halloween movie like uh, tier list with like voting and people voting on their favorites. So if you want to participate in that, that's going to be going on all of October on our Instagram stories. So make sure you give us a follow at TBWD podcast. Such a natural plug. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) But yes, for this year, we're going to stick with um, the witches, which is on. There's a 1990 and then there's the new 2020. We're probably going to do the new 2020 one on HBO Max. Anne Hathaway. Because it got a lot of attention. Um, But it's based on Roald Dahl's uh, spooky novel, The Witches. And so that'll be nice because I just got the Roald Dahl collection from Costco. So I'll be set. Anyways, that's our October. So let's hope we can stick to that schedule and nothing goes horribly wrong. Hmm. Yes. Famous last words. Otherwise... I think that's everything now. Yeah, I think we're good. Again, we are glad to be back. Thank you for all your patience with us. Um, We will, again, like Taylor said, hopefully stick better to the schedule going forward. Again, if you want more updates, uh, yeah, we'll be posting a lot more on our socials. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube, what else do we have? <laughs> I don't know, all the things. A website, all of the things. It's all in our link in the uh, bio. So check us out. Indeed. Give us a follow, participate. We like to hear from you guys. And this is also something we always forget to do. Give us a, a like and a subscribe and a review on whatever platform. Oh, yeah, you can review now. You're doing on any like on all platforms so spotify if you listen on spotify it does reviews now of podcasts apple does reviews of podcasts they always have google does it so we're back we'd really appreciate so um a review it helps us uh reach more listeners and connect with more people which is part of the reason we do this is to reach and connect with more Humans on the planet who also love books and movies like us. So. Yes. But otherwise, we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you have a great week. And don't forget to read.